everyone, and welcome back to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of story adventures. So now let's say a big hello and thank you to our newest premium channel members. First up, we have brothers Ford and Wyatt, who live in San Diego, California. We also have Lucas, who loves the show and was gifted a premium membership from his papa and grandma on his birthday. And Lucas, your special story will be coming up soon, so look out for that. Oh, and Lucas is from Forney, Texas. Hey, everyone! And now it's time for today's story request. And this comes from Maverick, who loves listening to the show on his way to school or anytime. He would love a story about a car that gets away from a police car team and travels back in time to the 80s and finds itself in the race car stadium. It was another boring day in Ignition City. Well, boring for Maverick, that is. Maverick was a car, but not just any car. He was a sports car with a red and silver paint job, and he looked incredibly cool. The problem was, Ignition City just wasn't a good place for a sports car to live. When Maverick rolled out of his garage and onto the street, he was almost immediately stuck in traffic. It took just about forever to go anywhere these days, and he was lucky if he ever went faster than 30 miles per hour. Like today, he'd been sat in a slow-moving queue for nearly half an hour now, and he'd barely traveled two blocks. Oh, come on, he shouted, honking his horn. What's the holdup? Well, there's no point in getting angry, said a weary-looking bus beside him. It won't make this traffic go any faster. You've just got to accept that you'll get there when you get there. Just keep it cool. Maverick sighed. He didn't want to keep it cool. He wanted to move. He wanted to go fast. He was a sports car, and that's what sports cars did. They were fast. It wasn't right that whenever he traveled, he seemed to be slower than a tortoise. But what exactly could he do about it? He sighed to himself. Ignition City had a traffic problem, and let's face it, he was part of it. It was at that moment that he realized what he was driving past. Beside the road, where an enormous building had once stood, Vehicles were hard at work digging and constructing the Ignition City Super Tunnel. This tunnel, which was due to open in two days, would help carry traffic under the city, freeing up the roads above. There was a huge advertising board outside the construction site that said, The Super Tunnel, designed to get you there quickly. Maverick liked the sound of that last word, quickly. He said it out loud. If only he could move quickly now. As he watched, the gate to the site swung open, ready to let a truck out into the stream of slow-moving traffic. 
This gave Maverick a view of a ramp disappearing into the earth, where all kinds of construction vehicles disappeared and appeared continuously. Did this mean that the tunnel was ready? Sure, it wasn't officially opening for two days, but it was probably all finished now. Suddenly, all he could think about was the long, empty road that somewhere beneath his tires snaked around the city. And the entrance was right there. Oh, yeah, said Maverick. And without thinking it through properly, he revved up his engine, spun his wheels, and raced out of the line of traffic. He dodged in front of the truck, narrowly missing the gatepost, skidded across the compacted dirt with a cloud of dust, and zoomed onto the entrance ramp to the tunnel. Hey, watch it, buddy, shouted a bulldozer. You shouldn't be in there, yelled an excavator. Somebody call the police, shrieked a concrete mixer truck. But Maverick didn't hear a single thing over the roar of his sports car engine. He was away. He came off the ramp onto the main underground freeway, and sure enough, the tunnel was finished and largely empty. Woohoo! He bellowed at the top of his voice as his speed got faster and faster. He'd not felt this good in absolutely ages. He was so lost in the fun of it all that he didn't notice the blue lights of the police cars coming down the next ramp ahead until he was almost upon them. Only then did he realize that he might just be in trouble. Oh man, he whimpered. What am I going to do? In a sudden panic, he did the only thing he knew how to do. He went even faster. Leaving the police cars behind, he blasted along the tunnel, picking up more and more speed. He'd never gone so fast. But he wasn't enjoying himself now. He knew that he was in trouble. Distracted by the police sirens far behind him, he failed to notice the cherry picker parked up at the side of the road ahead, preparing to fix a cable that had fallen across the lanes. There was no time for the cherry picker to shout out a warning either. Maverick hit the cable at a stupendous speed in a dazzling, brilliant shower of sparks, and boom! He disappeared! Where... Where am I? He said groggily. He had a terrible headache and everything was very dark. Did I crash? He wiggled each wheel in turn. His tires ached, but nothing felt broken. Maverick flicked on his headlights and was surprised to find himself in some sort of garage full of mechanical tools. What is this place? He could hear the sound of engines outside and for a moment, he feared it was the police cars. That concern disappeared when the big roller doors began to slide upwards, revealing a gigantic racing stadium. Oh, cool, he said, seeing the stands full of spectators, vehicles of every description, color, and size. Who are you? asked a compact little yellow roadster as it rolled into the garage. Ah. Uh, said Maverick, backing up a short distance. You're not supposed to be here. Heck, I'm not even supposed to be here, said the roadster, and she burst into tears. Hey, don't cry, said Maverick. What's the matter? Oh, I'm sorry. 
sobbed the yellow car. I've run out of money. My sports car for the race has quit. And now the race officials have said, I've got to hand back this garage after the race. It's all over. Well, I'm a sports car, said Maverick helpfully. Could I race for you? The little roadster looked up and sniffed. You do that? she asked. Sure, said Maverick. Why not? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, said the car, wiping away her tears with her windshield wipers. I'm Marigold, by the way. And I'm Maverick, said Maverick. Come on, we've got to hurry and get you to the starting grid. Marigold said hurriedly and sped out of the garage. All Maverick could do was follow. He'd been to watch the races at the Ignition City Motodrome many times. In fact, last year's race, the Motodrome 22, was one of his favorites. He couldn't quite work out how this year's had come around so soon. Wasn't it still several months until Motodrome 23? And then his eyes fell on a simple electronic message board where he was pretty sure should have been a giant screen that showed different camera shots of the race. The board said in bright orange letters, Motodrome 84. 1984? said Maverick out loud. What's that? asked Marigold as she pulled up by the grid. Uh, that sign says that this is Motodrome 84, but that's not right. Maverick stated plainly. What's it supposed to say? Motodrome 83? I tell you, Maverick, that is so last year, laughed Marigold. That's when it struck Maverick what must have happened. He'd gone so fast in the tunnel beneath Ignition City that he'd been blasted back in time. I'm a time traveler, he said to himself. What are you mumbling about? asked Marigold. Nerves getting to you? No time for that now. It's time to start. Come on, get moving. Maverick found himself jostled into place by the race marshals as the noise of the crowd began to build. What was happening? Was he dreaming all of this? Had he really traveled back to 1984? There was no time to worry about that now because they were off. Whoa, said Maverick, as the sudden screech of tires and roar of the engines overwhelmed his senses. But he surprised himself by starting well, moving down the track at speed alongside the other racing cars. In front of him, a slick-looking green racing car bumped a jet-black Porsche, sending both of them careening off into a wall of tires. Maverick would have joined them if not for his quick reactions. As they rounded the first bend, he began to feel more confident. These other cars might have more experience than him, but he knew he was fast. Hey, he was so fast that he'd gone back in time, hadn't he? He bet none of them had done that before. A purple car with gold stars did a daring overtaking maneuver, a few cars in front of him, gaining it a place closer to the front. Maverick narrowed his eyes and did the same. The purple car always managed to stay just out of Maverick's reach. But for every car it passed, Maverick was quick to follow until they were in first and second place. The crowd were loving it. They'd not seen driving this good for years. 
The purple car caught sight of Maverick in his mirrors and moved to block Maverick's ability to pass him on a corner. But Maverick wasn't going to even try. He'd been watching the purple car for several laps now, and although the car was excellent, there was just one thing it wasn't as good as him at, speed. As they came out of the bend, the road straightened out for a long stretch. And Maverick went for it. With a roar of his engine, he powered forward, attempting to slip by the purple car on its right side. But the purple car was ready for such a move and swung across the track to block the way. Maverick grinned. This is what he had hoped he would do. With the left side of the track clear, Maverick swerved sharply and barreled through the gap and into the lead. The crowd went crazy. The rest of the race zoomed by in a flash, finishing with Maverick darting beneath the checkered flag to take the race. You won! You won! screamed Marigold with delight a short time later. Yeah, said Maverick, not quite believing it himself. I did, didn't I? They were guided to the winner's podium, where Maverick rolled on to the number one position. He received a massive trophy and a check made out to Marigold's racing team for one million dollars. You've saved my team, she sobbed happily. I don't know how to thank you. I've got a suggestion how you could, said Maverick with a smile. Let me race for you again. Marigold didn't even need to think about it. Oh, yes, she squealed. Now, Maverick can be the sports car he always wanted to be. He can go as fast as he likes, whenever he likes, way back in 1984. The end.